Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Julie Dolan. This is Liz Dolan. This is Sheila Dolan. This is Monica Dolan. This is Leon Dolan. News, talk, and laughs. We tackle the world one cup of coffee at a time. One cup of coffee at a time. You're listening to Satellite Sisters to go. Satellite Sisters to Satellite Sisters to go. coaster. Never been on this before. I've been assured that it's a mind-blowing experience that will change my life. It's good. It's like childbirth. Okay, I think the deal here is that you're catapulted in the beginning of the ride, that you go like 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds or something. Okay, we're walking into the prep room. Maybe you can hear Aerosmith in the background, because at the Rock and Roller Coaster, it's the Aerosmith music. And um, all right, we're going in now. Okay, I'm watching the car ahead of me, and they tell me it just goes incredibly fast, and I can't believe it. So now now they're taking off. not even in the car. Okay, getting a little bit closer. Merging, merging, merging. Okay, we're next. Here comes our limo. The seatbelts look, oh God, I'm in the last car. We're in the last car. Is that bad? All right, I'm going to try to hold on to the mini disc. Now I'm worried. I'm pulling the harness down as hard as I can. Oh my God, here we go. Thanks for the warning now. Oh, my.
Well, I've rocked my world. I'll never think of Steven Tyler the same again. Okay, Mike, my companion, keeps saying it's the smoothest roller coaster. So the fact that you were upside side down, inverted, going through a corkscrew, no problem. But first, Julie, you have a tale of a family of human cannonballs. That's yeah, what I mean. <laughs> cannonballers. We, we, we do it all here at Satellite mm-hmm. Sisters. Well, you're going to love this. You know, this weekend is the opening of the State Fair of Texas. And the fairgrounds are here in Dallas. I, I don't know where, but I am. I might head over there because the star of this year's State Fair of Texas is David the Bullet Smith. And he's a human cannonballer. Now, if that's not good enough, when I found out, when I read, because there's been a lot of publicity about David the Bullet Smith, he shoots himself off three times a day, which, I, you know, that seems like a lot to me. <laughs> that is a stressful job. Yes. Yeah, it is. He is shot 75 feet up into the air, and then he lands in a net 50 feet away. Now, here's a little note. You might you know, wanna... I thought this was the kind of thing that only happened, like, in cartoons. No, no, frankly. no, Liz. No, no, no this goes... I saw one at the circus this week. Really? Yeah, a husband and wife human cannonball team. Well, it's I wonder, spectacular. I wonder if it's the Smiths. Well, here's the trick. You might want to write this down in case you feel like you want to take up cannonballing. Mm-hmm. The trick is when you are shot out of the cannon, apparently, according to David the Bullet Smith, is you have to try. Your, your natural instinct is to lose consciousness as, you come, <laughs> as you're coming out of the cannon. I can see how that would be tempting. So <laughs> the trick is to try to regain consciousness before you hit the net on the way uh, down uh-huh. so that just just a little trick but what amazed me about david the bullet smith's story is david has five brothers and a sister and they are all human cannonballers that's all. <laughs> how big is the bullet is he a small man no a he's tall man he's a regular sized man i just like they have a pictures they have a lot of they have a four-page spread in the in the dallas morning news about him he looks like a regular sized man but he is, so he has five brothers and a sisters. They're all human cannonballers. And in fact, it's a family of cannonballers because their father, David Cannonball Smith Sr., he was, he was the original one. Uh, well, cannonball. when your name is David Cannonball Smith, I suppose you have to become a cannonball. I'm not sure his name was always, <laughs> I, I'm not sure he always had that middle name because David Smith Sr., he was a math teacher. And he gave it all up to join the circus and to become a cannonballer. Oh, I love that. Yes. Isn't that wonderful? And so so he has, he started. And David Sr. said that he would have preferred if his kids had become doctors and lawyers rather than human cannonballers, which <laughs> well, you can kind of see. Well, two roads diverge <laughs> in Yellowwood. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. But David, the bullet very man, unusual kind of family business to don't be you in. Go, I mean, it, you just got to love it that a whole family. So the senior, David Sr., has built, he has at his house, seven cannons. <laughs> <laughs> seven cannons for his kids. But he doesn't, you know, but he, there's a lot of secrecy uh, around cannonballing. Uh, and he won't divulge his the exact um, specifications of each of these cannons, and there have been some upgrades in the cannons. And I was just thinking, if you're one of the kids, you would hope 
I mean, you know, like, Leon, you're the youngest. You might have gotten a better canon than me, the <laughs> oldest sister, you know? I no, know. no, no. I would have gotten the hand-me-down canon. Okay? <laughs> I would have, and Julie would get yes, the new canon? You were the, you, Julie, would have gotten the new canon. <laughs> the new canon. And I would have gotten the hand-me-down canon. <laughs> well, I, I, he, do, he doesn't say that. Again, there's a lot of secrecy around it. And I was curious, like, what do you wear as a cannonballer? Yeah, what and, do you wear? Well, Asbestos? Da- no, you don't. David, the bullet. Smith, he just wears motocross clothing, mm, which okay. is which seems too bad that they don't have their whole line of clothing for cannonballing, which would be nice. And David, the bullet Smith, nice. this is another nice little detail. You know who actually shoots him out of his out of the cannon at the state fair here in Texas? His uh, wife. His oh, wife his shoots wife. him. Yes. So <laughs> haven't you sometimes been tempted to shoot your husband out of a cannon? That's come Liz, on, Liz, you married is, sisters, admit it. This is exactly what David the Bulletsmith said. He said, what woman wouldn't want to shoot her husband out of a cannon every now and then? And I can see that. That would be an exciting line of marital therapy to pursue, you know, as a therapist, just to have a cannon in your office, just in case somebody needs to shoot somebody else out of the cannon. But these are big uh-huh. cannons, Leon. I mean, it's it's a big, I, That's that might be impractical, it seems to me. Now, the record, just in case you're you're interested the record david the bullet smith's record he is actually i don't know whether it's called flying or soaring but whatever that when he's out of the cannon he has gone as far as 181 feet oh my gosh julie you have to go to the Texas don't State you Fair think so? <laughs> i mean i you know the fried food on a stick i would seem good you know i know there would be a lot of texas longhorn cattle there but to see david the bullet smith it really sounds spectacular. I don't know I don't know whether his brothers and sisters are performing at other state fairs around the country. I'm not sure. Maybe there's a lot of competition, do you think, between the brothers and the sister? Well, what would just think of our family? <laughs> right. we, so the answer is yes, yes there's a yes, lot of competition. Be a lot of competition. <laughs> Having never seen a human cannonball get fired out of a cannon, if he doesn't know if he's going 50 feet or 110 feet, like, how do they position the net? How does that actually work? Liz, I imagine is... they do know because, I mean, that has to do, I think, with the gunpowder or whatever. You know, Again, the dad, device. the dad senior is a math, is the math teacher. Liz. Right. Oh. So they worked out So he out plots some of... the trajectory. Okay. So he travels, you know, it's, you know, the, the cannon is at a 35, it's 35 feet long and it's set at a 50 degree angle. So that's important to know. Yes, and then the actual size of the net is about 22 feet by 50 feet. Uh-huh. So you are going up. So when David does this, he goes up. He goes up in an upright position, tries to regain consciousness, <laughs> tries to <laughs> stabilize himself. How do you do that? How do you force yourself to regain consciousness? I don't know. That... I think it must that when they sit around at the dinner table at night, I think that's what the Smith family is working on. They're just practicing going in and out of consciousness? <laughs> Possibly. You know, not... sometimes during the show I look over to Sheila and I have to hold up the please regain consciousness sign. <laughs> that happens during the show. When I... Well, that's what David says. Like, as he hits his peak at about the 75-foot mark, he does start to just think random for a thought. <laughs> on his way down <laughs> before he actually turns to get in position for the net. So it sounds like a blast a jo- of a job. You've got to admit that. Three times a day at the State Fair of Texas. I think I'm heading over there, girls. Wow, Julie, that is exciting. I do want a complete report. I you want you to what? go see it. I'm sorry that we could not name them our Satellite Sisters of the Week, but I we know. do have a fantastic...
Well, hey, you know, we were we were wondering, we were feeling a little bit down, actually, after some of the reviews came out for Pirates of the Caribbean, that perhaps this was not going to be a blockbuster, that poor Johnny, what was he going to do? Very mixed reviews, and would people go see it? Well, yes, they did. <laughs> oh, they the did, The biggest three-day opening ever, taking over Jeez. Spider-Man 2, and... Um, and Aquaman, as we all know, who watch Entourage. $132 million for Pirates. That's what they made in three days. Sheila, there were stories of, like, multiplexes in Salt Lake City, the midnight shows, 16 theaters completely selling out to see this movie. So now I was kind of not feeling like I was going to go see it, plus buying that patio furniture took all afternoon <laughs> yesterday. But now I'm definitely going this week. Well, good, good for you. Pirate feedback. back. Yes. Good, Leanne. Well, Leanne, I might go see it too. But more importantly, yeah. you know, what I did this weekend is I worked, I called Kara Knightley's people because I just felt like she would be a girl who come on Satellite Sisters, and, and she would enjoy talking to the sisters. Sure. So I scored an exclusive interview. Oh, wow. So wait a minute. I think we have her up. Um, hello, Kira. Are you there? Hello, Governor. Well, Kira, it is so <laughs> wonderful to have you on Satellite Sisters. How are you feeling about the success of this weekend's box office? It's wonderful. <laughs> you know, my friends call me Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kira, we we love um, we love the way you look at all the award ceremonies. Who picks out your dresses? Uh, do you do that yourself, or do you have help with your? Uh, do you have a stylist by any chance? Stylist? I don't think so. I just have a lot of people that tell me you look good. <laughs> now, Kira, have have people been working with you? on your diction, for instance. You have a very interesting delivery in terms of your voice. Well, fancy that, sisters. I'm not sure. I just speak like I did when I was a little child. And, Kira, where exactly, how was, where did you grow up? Like, what was your childhood like that afforded you this wonderful opportunity, you know, to become such a wonderful actress at such a young age? Hold on a second, sisters. Take down the shutters. <laughs> Take down the shutters. <laughs> Now, Kira, are you, do you still live with your, your, your mom and your pop, as they say? No, my ma and my pa are not around anymore. Well, they're around, but they're not here with me. Well, you know the story. I know, Kira. You are, actually, you're very mature. My voice is very hoarse. <laughs> the air conditioner was on all night. You, well, you know what? That's what happens when you're a starlet. You get to stay in all those wonderful air-conditioned rooms all over the world. You know what? You are very fortunate. Do you consider yourself lucky? I consider it jolly good. Kira, Hello. Kira. Hello, is this Larry King? No, no, Kira, Kira, you're on with the Satellite Sisters, but we've got to go, Kira. Well, we appreciate you coming on, and good luck with everything. Thank you very much. Well, wow, wow. She, she's such a self-possessed sort of young woman, isn't she? Possessed, definitely. <laughs> possessed by the ghost of Oliver, I think. No, let's not say anything mean about Kira Knightley. Okay, <laughs> Sheila, we won't. Her voice was much deeper than I thought it was going to be. It's interesting. It is. Well, you know, she's kind of a rebel, apparently, and uh, a male rebel. All right, coming up next, we're talking about... We are the Satellite Sisters, and it's time right now for On the Cozy Couch with Sheila, here with my sisters, Leanne and Monica, t today. And sisters, I have a special treat for you. I have a new magazine this week. It's actually an old magazine. I haven't read it in a while, but it really is just such a cozy, cozy magazine. It's called All You. <laughs> and, you know, I love things that are all about me. And, uh, and it's ideas, tips. And life with reality check. Oh. All right. So, you know, originally when I started receiving All You Magazine, 
I thought this is a ripoff of Woman's World. The fact that they would use <laughs> tip strips instead of clip tips to stri- clip. I mean, that was <laughs> they just, have tip strips. Yes, not tips to clip. Yes, and that was too close for comfort for mm-hmm. me, Leanne. Yeah, but every once in a while, I read it and I find. I find some good tips, and I get a reality check on my life, which I need quite often. So all you magazine, nice warm blue cover. Mm -hmm. They don't have a model on the cover. They just have one little insert here, a woman, uh, you know, you want to find a better bra. So there's an embarrassing picture of a woman with a a very large bra on the cover. (laughs) But um, what I love about all you magazine is you don't even have to read the table of contents. If you want to find the cover stories, you go to a picture of the magazine cover and the inside cover, and they have a little diagram. Like, I wanted to find how to clear the clutter. Yeah. I don't even have to read the table of contents. Page 122, it says. Look at that. (laughs) 122. That's very handy for someone like me. All right. So (laughs) let's breathe, reach, and snack, shall we? Breathe in. Reach and snack. Yeah. All right. And we have some nice salt and pepper chips for you there, Leon. <laughs> if you want to indulge. Okay. Now, I'm going to go through, again, um, this is a tip strip. Some good household heroes. There's one in particular that we've talked about <laughs> quite a lot on the uh, Cozy Catch, if you can guess what it is. Pantyhose? Yes, Leon. yes. <laughs> um, then we have a very interesting article. This is from the section called Your World, Stress Busters, Mood Lifters, and New Ways to Get More Out of Everyday Life. Keeping things civil during this election year. And some interesting suggestions on, you know, what to say to your friends when you're sitting around talking politics. Mm-hmm. Make meals pop with roasted peppers. Oh. I did some popping this week, by the way. Popped out the roasted peppers and made my meals pop. In fact, I made every meal with red peppers. It's funny. Um, And then your tips, Paige, beat the winter blahs. So if you're still in a part of the country where there are winter blahs, maybe you'd like to try a couple of these tips. All right. Glynis wrote in. She said... She enjoys watching birds come to the feeders that she set out outside the kitchen window. Sometimes she just sips hot tea and gazes while her little feathered friends (laughs) brave the cold weather. Now, if I had a window at Nicosi Cottage, I would gaze out of it, but I can't. All right, so would you like to do some gazing at your home, Leanne? I think I will. And Monica. I like to gaze into the neighbors and see what's going on at their house. I'm gazing right now. Okay. And here's another way to win- beat the winter blahs. This sounds involved. Uh, Melissa wrote in. She said, one night every few weeks, we rent tropical-themed videos. <laughs> <laughs> and what, turn up the heat? <laughs> How many of those are there? <laughs> and eat barbecue dinner using a huge beach towel as our tablecloth the kids lie on the floor wearing their favorite pool floats oh and we watch the movie we're gonna choke doing that (laughs) that is a lie there's not no one does that that is so hokey that it's a true story it's a tip from a real listener okay a reader okay (laughs) once a week (laughs) pirates of the caribbean again (laughs) okay tip strip here we go household hero pantyhose Use an old pair to keep your leftover rolls of wrapping paper. 
Over dinner roll, <laughs> something, something with pantyhose. No, dinner I roll. Okay, all right, all right. You take them. Okay, for, use may uh, to keep your leftover rolls of wrapping paper from getting ripped and ragged. Now you're going to cut a leg off the pantyhose. Just <laughs> ridiculous. Household hero. Slide it over the tube. Oh, yeah. And secure it with a rubber band. You got the picture? I do. So when you look in your closet, you see a big scary <laughs> pantyhose roll. It might looks like a monster coming out of your closet. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, you know, we want to know how to keep our personal life running smoothly. Mm. So this is interesting. Keeping things civil during this political season. All right. You know, you're with your friends. You're laughing. You're talking politics. You can nonchalantly change the subject like this. Politely say something like, I know this is totally off topic, but have you read Eat, Pray, Love? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to talk about health care anymore. I want to talk about something else. I mean, would you ever do that in a million years? No. All right. How about this? Show your true colors. Laugh. When it's getting political and breezily say, oh, no, I see we disagree here. And then say something that reassures your friend. Of course, friends don't have to agree on everything, do they? How codependent is that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like this one. Sneakily disagree. Rather than focusing on the fact that you don't agree with that person, try to find common ground. So when someone says something and you don't agree with them, say, you know what? My dad feels the same way you do. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's all in, 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 in to keep civil, Leanne. Okay. okay. And, you know, uh, just some tips. Let's not overanalyze those comments. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's really nothing to analyze. Because it's in the magazine. Okay. You want to make? I hate to change the subject, but did you know you could use pantyhose to keep your unruly wrapping paper rolls together? That's a good one. You know, my dad likes to use roasted peppers. (laughs) All right, I want to make your you want to make your meals pop with roasted peppers. Got it. Yeah. Grab a jar and add an easy scarlet sparkle to your dishes. And, you know, I grabbed a jar last week. Scarlet Sparkle. (laughs) Uh, That copywriter deserves a big star for that one. All right. So what you want to do is you want to, quick ideas, liven up your supper. Puree roasted peppers. I don't want to puree them. I just want to use them. Okay. And mix a few tablespoons of olive oil, garlic, salt and pepper, and spoon the sauce over, over broiled meat, chicken, fish, or pasta. And make lots of it because it freezes well. Okay. Okay. In, in a pantyhose. <laughs> right. In a pantyhose. Put it in the freezer. Dress up your salads. Mix chopped roasted peppers in a blender. I don't want to do that. <laughs> All of these call for mechanical equipment. Uh, right. Well, I just want Kitchen equipment that you don't have. Chop it up. Okay. Let's go to the breakfast chop. Okay? Yeah. Let's go to the breakfast color. Okay. Make breakfast colorful. Chop roasted peppers and stir them into beaten eggs. I can do that for a quick veggie scramble. Or you can mix peppers with eggs and goat cheese to make a frittata. Or you can layer peppers on top of an English muffin 
for poached eggs. Wow. Those are really good ideas. Huge I ideas. Know, I know. Oh, you. I know. So Tip that, strip. Tip strips and, you know, a beat the winter blahs and your world. I mean, just lots of ideas for your for your life. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Sheila. And I hope everybody feels cozier right now. Much cozier. We are the Satellite Sisters, and it's time, everybody, for On the Cozy Couch with Sheila. That's right. If you've never been on the Cozy Couch with Sheila, let me tell you what you need. You need a touch of chenille. Do you have a chenille pillow? Chenille blanket? Get it out. How about a TV tray? That is a good thing to have when you're on the Cozy Couch. And you know what you also need? You have to have the ability to let your mind shut completely down because that's what I I have that ability. Yes, you do. I I have found that it's really helped me on the Cozy Couch. But for everyone... Three-part process to get ready for the Cozy Couch. Everybody, deep breath in. Reach Reach and snack. snack. Okay. Okay. Well, we are back to Woman's World, and thank God, a a great week made easy, or my personal motto, which is a bad week made tolerable. Um, (laughs) Kathy's on the cover. and She has lost a lot of weight. Well, she's an extreme weight watcher. These are people in Woman's World this month who have lost vast amounts of weight. Now, Kathy, I don't think did it by thrilling her family with the super easy homemade donuts. No. No. Oh, that's down in the corner of the cover right under Kathy. Right. Or the featured recipe this month, meatloaf parmesan, (laughs) which is... That sounds delicious. Taking leftover bread and meatloaf and cheese and pairing it with pasta... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. Uh, but good for you, Kathy. I'm really proud of you. And, um, you know, let's get moving. Tips to clip this week. Now, I have to admit something. I was, my mind was shutting down as I was reading Woman's World this week. So I did a couple misreads. I misread a couple words. And I will share that with you because it kind of changed the tone of my reporting. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> what you thought it was was funnier than what it really is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we have um, earwax buildup. I'm going to uh, share with you yeah. what you need to do with that. Instant <laughs> Is that smart new uses for earwax? <laughs> Instant drawer organizers. Uh, mm-hmm. Smart new ways to use rubber bands. Some of these I think will really help you, Liz. Okay. Uh, got some marinara sauce? Do you? You got any around? This week, Tips to Clip is going to tell you what to do with it. And... Um, and finally, um, how to feel gorgeous by uh, prettying up your undies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get to um, earwax buildup uh, because that is a problem for me. And I did not know. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I did not know that I could be low in essential fatty acids, Lan. And um, that what causes earwax? Right. But I didn't read on. I thought that you put the pill (laughs) in your ear. (laughs) Your your mind has to. Just the oil fell right in your. (laughs) I did not know you're supposed to take it. You take it once a day, um, according to clinicians. Okay. Because I would think sticking a pill in your ear (laughs) would exacerbate. Any well, wax buildup. Well, you I might thought it might soften there. things up because it's oily. I, I just didn't know. I wasn't sure. Again, I was I was zoning out. Um, you didn't have enough chenille with you at the right, time. Right, right. How about you want to pretty up your undies? Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Um, in a recent survey of who? I read that. <laughs> um, <laughs> nearly two-thirds of us reported feeling more beautiful when we wear pretty underwear. Uh, so I want you girls to hit them all mm-hmm. and splurge on some new panties. It may be money well spent. <laughs> Okay, this is another misread. I thought that this is another way to feel gorgeous. Walk like a mood. What's a mood? It's a model. <laughs> Walk like a model. That's Just a- cut off that last letter somehow. <laughs> appear people with good posture appear more self confident. So straighten up and walk like a mood. <laughs> Wait a minute. The whole tip about pretty up your underwear is just go buy new ones? Yes, Liz. Okay, I thought it was going to be somehow more, more complex than that. What, put them in the freezer? <laughs> well, that's right. You've suggested that in the past. Okay. <laughs> Smart new ways to use rubber bands. Oh, get a grip, will you please? Again, another misread this week. I don't know what was going on with me, Leon. Um, I thought it said wrap rubber bands around your crotch hook. <laughs> What is a crotch hook? It's 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 not a crotch hook. It's a crochet hook. <laughs> I don't even know if we're allowed to say that word. I, I don't know. We didn't get bleeped. All right, <laughs> to make cushion for your fingers. I'm not sure what that is. A cushion for your fingers? I guess if you're crocheting where your where your fingers are touching the hook. Okay, uh, let's move on. (laughs) Control control the mess of your wires, Liz, under your desk by bundling them with rubber bands. Do you think rubber bands would do it, Liz? Or do you need something larger? (laughs) Yes. My problem is way beyond anything that can be controlled with a rubber band. I like this one. Get organized, Leanne. Mm. Wrap a few rubber bands Mm. around your car visor to keep lists and coupons handy. You clip coupons. I do. Have you ever thought of using your car visor in that way? No. All right. (laughs) It seems... Really not that organized. Organized. It seems like a way to just mess up your car. Your car. Yeah. And this is true. I am not making this up. Great idea on the bottom. Keep rubber bands longer by freezing them. Put them in the the freezer. freezer. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Put them right in the fridge to keep them fresher. Yeah. All right. Anybody got some marinara sauce? Anybody at the table? I have some in my pantry. I know I do. In your panties? In your panties? Um, okay. I like to walk like a mood. <laughs> so I put the marinara in my panties. <laughs> Create a tasty dip. Stir a spoonful of prepared pesto. Pre- prepared. <laughs> Can't read. You're just having some basic <laughs> comprehension issues. Prepared pesto into sauce and heat through. Now you're going to serve this as a dip for your garlic bread. Okay. Okay, she'll... I bet your sons would like that. Yeah. All right. Enjoy a pizza. I like to do that, but. Do I need to have marinara sauce? Can I just go out and get a slice? <laughs> no, you're supposed to spread it on a bobbly crust. <laughs> okay. Or bobbly, I don't know. And then top it with shredded cheddar and jack, sliced mushrooms. Oh, this sounds hard. <laughs> and pepperoni. Okay. All right. And then make a steak melt. You know, French bread all around, everybody. Mm, yummy. a lot of French bread um, in Woman's World this year. It month. is useful. And you're going to toast the bread. You could have put some steak, you got your Swiss, and you broil it until the cheese melts. Okay. All right. And finally, instant drawer organizers. Basically, what you're doing is you're taking boxes and things you steal from the store and putting them into your drawers. Okay. Okay. Eggs, Ackley, right. 
You're going to mm-hmm. cut off the top of an egg carton and use um, the bottom to keep your earrings matched. Leanne, oh, super idea. I know you have a lot of earrings around. I do. Lying around. Um, hose holder. Cut down a wine case divider. Get it from your market to fill in your drawer and store rolled socks, hose, and undies. Oh. Those pretty undies yeah. that you're going to go get. And um, I like this one. Cool cubes. Take an ice cube tray um, and put it in your junk drawer, and then that will help you sort out all the bits and pieces that find their way there. You <laughs> just have junk and an ice cube tray. They don't recommend anywhere to throw away the junk? So, I mean, this has been fun, hasn't it? Yes. It has been fun. Are you all relaxed and cozy now? Yeah, you know, we actually got some mail from the Cozy Couch. Before, you had other mail you wanted to get to, but this yes, one Liz. directly relates to a lesson you shared with us not long ago on the Cozy Couch. I'm not going to tell you who this email is from because she asked to remain anonymous, and you'll understand why when I tell you. She said she started podcasting the program. She decided she could only listen if she was exercising. That's a good idea. We love when you tell us when you're listening. Mm-hmm. That, that is really a lot of fun for us. So she said, here's my experience. I'm a high school librarian and was attending a conference and went to my car to sneak out to have lunch with my pregnant daughter. And I was listening to the pantyhose segment. So this is, I think, new smart uses for pantyhose? Yes, yeah, yes. Not too long ago. Part one or part two? Because it's it almost part 16. every week there's <laughs> smart new uses for pantyhose. Well, apparently uh, our correspondent had not heard any of the other parts because she said, I was listening to the pantyhose segment, and right, and right before I got into my car, I was laughing so hard. I peed my pants. Oh, so, my God. So she's at this conference, this work-related conference. She was panicked. She writes, I was panicked. But luckily in her car, she had running clothes in a backpack. So she took everything off in the parking lot. She, like, stripped down. Oh, my wow. gosh. Put, put on her running sweats, went to Target, got new underwear, tights, <laughs> and a skirt. <laughs> Pretty new undies? Yeah, pretty new undies. And and lotion for some reason. I'm not sure what the lotion was for. Underwear, tights, skirt, lotion from Target. And uh, made it back. She said, although I was dying, I wanted to let you know I love your crazy conversations. Sincerely, still cold in Utah. Oh, wow. That's a good letter. I mean, I guess we did our job, but I'm sorry she had to go through so much. It doesn't sound as relaxing as you want the cozy couch to be. One last note from our friend. She said... In September, if I am tough on my goal, I'll tell you how many pounds you helped me lose. Oh, that's so great. We would oh, love good. to know that. Okay, okay, anonymous. You went to a Richard Simmons exercise oh, class? Oh, my gosh. Richard Simmons is alive and well and shaking to the oldies in Beverly Hills, people. You you might not know that he's still teaching class. I didn't realize that. You saw him? I thought you just did a Richard Simmons taste. So no, I. I went to the Richard Simmons clubhouse in Beverly Hills. How I, did you get into the clubhouse? All right, my new friend Tara told me about the class. She said she, you know, she said, "Would you like to go to Richard Simmons exercise class?" She said, "And it's such a special day because it's his 60th birthday party." Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> "I am all over that." I mean, if you live in LA, you only live once in LA. Let's do Richard Simmons. Sure. I mean, come on. So, I took my friend Eve. We got in our, you know, very basic 
aerobics outfit wear. You know, we didn't have any striped headbands. Not tube bad. socks. I didn't have any thick socks, you know, but I, I wore the short shorts and the little tee. Good. Okay, uh, you good. Know? I, I was, and, and, and I thought, well, there'll be a few women there, and, you know, we'll, we'll have a blast, and then we'll leave. Oh, no. You walk in, it's like a boudoir. It's like an exercise studio, a giant exercise studio that's decorated like New Orleans, 1930. All right? Really? And yes. Balloons, you know, bl- black <laughs> curtains. All of the women, his little club members, are dressed in fishnets and garters and corsets and boas. They're great. Women in their 50s are that are in me? fantastic <laughs> shape. They all go every week. He teaches three classes a week there. Richard Simmons, he is incredible. All right, I just want to say, I he he just kicked my butt. I mean, this was the hardest exercise class, and there were hundreds of women there because it was his 60th birthday party. There wasn't even a lot of room to move, uh-huh. but everything is fast. Everything is loud. He puts on the oldies. He cranks up the tunes, and then every 10 seconds, he turns the music completely off, and he just yells something totally crazy like, I want to go home with you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just plays the music again. And at one point, Eve and I were laughing so hard. He turned off the music. He said, what do you two think you're doing back there? And we were like, oh. And then he like came over to us. He looked right at me. He said, how long have you known your friend? And I said, four years. He said, that's not long enough. Get back to work. Oh you know? <laughs> it was incredible. It was so invigorating to see these women in their 50s and 60s. It was inspiring to see people who were doing chair exercises because they couldn't get up. Yeah. Who make it to the studio. They're they're doing it, you know, they're doing their upper body in the chair because they can't, you know. And Richard is just inspiring everybody. He's great. And you know what? He's never taken himself too seriously, which is why he's like continued to have people love him and right. he's so funny on Letterman oh, when he he's goes great. on there. He's absolutely great. At the end of the class, everybody gets down on the floor and Richard does a whole like spiritual, you know, oh, he does? sort of qualification. Oh. Oh, cool. When I was a little boy in New Orleans, I never got picked for the sports teams. And then you hear his story. Yeah. And he, like you're crying at the uh, end of it. I mean, you're just crying and you're hugging and it, and then he had the big birthday cake. It was delightful. I'm going back. Oh, that sounds fun. I, I mean, it was the best, an hour and a half, aerobics, lightweight, cool wow. down. Wow. Cake. Cake. <laughs> and Richard Simmons. Validation. You know, <laughs> just r- validation. <laughs> yes. Oh, I really thought you had, like, stuck in an exercise tape in the Cozy Cottage. And, oh, And yet no. you had suddenly just discovered Richard Simmons. No, there's no room in the Cozy Cottage for that. But I am definitely going back to the studio. I love seeing all those women, you know, shaking to the oldies. Oh, it's sweating. Sweating to the oldies. You were sweating. <laughs> I was drenched, by the way. Completely drenched, Leanne. I don't know how you do all those classes. Oh, gosh. Wow. Speaking of fitness and beauty, I don't know if you guys, I, I don't know why I ended up staying up to watch the Miss Universe contest on TV. I don't know how that happened. It must have been a slow Saturday night around my house. Usually is. I, I think As it was opposed hot. to your other ones? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. As opposed to the other Saturday nights, which are really happening around here. So I ended up watching this on TV, and little did I know it was going to become like a phenomenon. So first of all, it's Jerry Springer and Mel Brown are the hosts. Oh, you're kidding me. Jerry Springer who's making just jokes about the women in bikinis. And it's 
That's serious. That's part of the competition. Um, so I'm all of a sudden, you know, I, I say I don't want to watch a beauty contest, but then you get sucked in. <laughs> oh, When yes. they get down to the 15 finalists, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you find yourself rooting for someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. And I, I, of course, was rooting for Miss Japan because I was unaware that Miss Japan had won last year. That's So there was no chance she was going to win. Oh, I right. loved Miss Columbia. So then, you know, there's basically two competitions. It's the bikini competition and the evening gown. Oh, their so, bodies are unbelievable, aren't they? Yeah, they are <laughs> really phenomenal, especially in the bikini competition. I, it sort of woke me up out of my stupor there. But I'll tell you when I sat up straight on the couch. During the evening gown competition, Miss USA made the top. I don't know if it was down to 10 or it was 15 there. She comes out. She's gorgeous. She falls flat on her butt. Oh, she boy. Did? Yes. Uh, in the evening, ca- there are only two things you have to do. Walk in a bikini and walk in an evening gown. Well, you know, people fall on that and stage. And she <laughs> fell. It was like a giant prat fall. She got up. Oh. She tripped again. The look on her face, it was like deer caught in the headlights. Oh. Like with this horrible sort of panicked beauty queen smile <laughs> over it. Oh, my oh. God. I sat up straight on the couch. I was like, what? What? What just happened? Where, where is that the woke in- you up? It did. It woke, where is the instant replay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it, and it's whoa, a double trip. That's bad. Right. It was a double trip, and it was like, oh my gosh. I just thought her heart must have been just beating out of her chest because it's over. I mean, if you fall on your butt during like one of the two things you have to do during the competition, it's all over for you. But luckily, well, luckily I, their chests don't move. You know. <laughs> That's right, Sheila. Everything does stay in place. (laughs) And I think those gowns are like hermetically sealed (laughs) onto their bodies. So so you are right, Sheila. Her chest did not move. She didn't rip her gown, uh, but she got up. But I was lucky to see. I saw the replay. You know, of course, it was on YouTube like 12 minutes later. So I did get to see the oh, replay. Oh, good. But good times. It, it, made, it, made for, it made for a very exciting Miss, U- Miss Universe. Oh, it was Miss Universe contest. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Monica, I had a television question for you as long as we're talking about a little summer TV. You know, I enjoy the drama Army Wives. I have Lifetime. seen it, Leah. Yes. And uh, we talked to Kim Delaney last year. Now season two is happening. There's a terrible tragedy at the beginning of season two. Kim Delaney lost her daughter. This is very sad. Very sad couple of episodes, as it would be. And now they've sort of moved on. And there's another character uh, in the show, Catherine Bell, who used to be on JAG, a yes. show I've never seen. Yes. Oh, I like her in that in Army Wives. Well, she's a nurse now. Now, Monica, I know you didn't watch regularly last year, but like last year, she wasn't a nurse. And then they dug up this thing where like, oh, <laughs> millions of years ago, she had gone to you nursing know, school. You know what, Leon? I was wondering <laughs> okay. about that okay. because I caught an episode, I think it was last week. And I was like, I didn't remember her working in the hospital before in scrubs. Right. I think they had to integrate her more into the storyline. So they made her a nurse. So See, they gave he, her a nursing license? Yes. Well, and... Or they renewed her license. Now, you know how hard that is, Monica. Well, it is because I haven't done it yet. Yes, you're right. So I wanted to ask you a medical question because really, like three episodes ago, she was like a candy striper. And now (laughs) now, she's what, doing surgery or something? They had, there was like an emergency situation. (laughs) Somebody is coming in from Iraq and, oh, it's a hero's welcome. And then, oh, all of a sudden somebody goes into, I don't know, a myocardial 
myocardial infarction or something, Monica. And so the doctor, the really handsome doctor, uh, turns to her and says, can you intubate him? Whoa. Oh, I know it. Have you ever intubated anybody? No, only in like simulation and getting certified for, you know, cardiac life support thing. No. What is intubation? It's when when you put a breathing tube down someone when they're not breathing. So the patient was in cardiac arrest and someone had to, you intubate, you know, you put Mm. a tube down there, (laughs) Sheila, and then you... So, okay, so she's been the candy striper. And all and of a sudden, she's, she's intubating, intubating people. people. Wait, were they out like in a field somewhere? No, or were they Monica, in a parking lot? No, they were in the hospital oh, ER. Oh, that wouldn't happen. Right. With, okay, that's what I wanted that to That would check. not happen. Because it was supposed to be this, of course, breakthrough moment. Right. And the cute doctor, she's married, but her husband's in Iraq, so the cute right. doctor. And, and how like, tight was her, her dress? Because Catherine Bell's quite a well, she blah, 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 scrub, She has the scrubs on. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. <laughs> She'll still focus on the evening gown competition. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to get a medical check because that seemed unlikely that the, you no, know. No, I, I mean, I guess if you were out in the field or a field or a parking lot somewhere, some emergency situation, some, you know, fly-by-night hospital, <laughs> thing, yeah, right. you yeah. might you might be called to do that. To do some emergency intubation. But, uh, okay. Did I she just... kill the patient? No, of course she did it perfectly. Oh, shoot. Oh. Of course, she did it perfectly the first time. Okay, we're in the elevator of Cinderella Castle, and we're about to see the new suite, where sadly we will not be spending the night. Because we don't share rooms. That's right. I'm not, I don't care if it is a palace suite. I'm not sharing a room with Monica. Okay, now we're in the outside chamber room. There's a mural on the ceiling of Cinderella and Prince Charming. We just saw Cinderella and Prince Charming in the parade on Main Street, so we know they won't be in the chambers. There's a case here in the outside chamber with the glass slipper and Cinderella's crown. Oh, and the scepter. I wonder if you can break into the case at night and try the glass slipper on. <laughs> yeah, have a couple of glasses of champagne and try dancing around in that thing. Do you know it's actually Cinderella Castle and not Cinderella's Castle? I did not know that. Learned that today. Cinderella doesn't own the castle. It's just named for her. That's why it's called Cinderella Castle. Okay, here we go. We're walking through the door. We're freaking out because I'm very claustrophobic. I was, thank you for speaking up. It could have been really ugly. Oh, wow. Sumptuous linens. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it really feels like a castle in here, doesn't it? Oh, there's stained glass windows and they have scenes from the movie, which is adorable. Oh, this would be really fun. Is that a TV? (laughs) So you can look in between the stained glass panes and you can look out over the park. But it is like being up in a castle. Beautiful antique furniture and flowers. The flowers are real. I touched them. Oh, look. There's Very the cozy. Remote control. Oh, I bet Cinderella never had a remote control TV panel. That looks excellent. <laughs> I think Liz would like to spend her 50th birthday here because it has a TV. <laughs> it has a TV with the Cinderella remote control. It's just so sumptuous, you know. Yeah. It's like hardwood floors and stone walls because it is a castle. Oh, it's just absolutely beautiful and the two beds in the Cinderella chamber are just very ornate. Hmm. I hear we have to see the potty. So these are the guest rooms like this is where you would put the kids. So you would put the kids in here and then I think the main chamber is out through here. Oh my gosh you should see the bathroom. Cinderella
Cinderella whirlpool tub in a castle. Oh my God. Oh wow. Oh, really great. Oh my beautiful tile mosaics. Sheila would like it. Ooh. The potty is rectangular. <laughs> can see. And then there's an old-fashioned telephone in here. What do you call this thing? Mm. It's like an awning over the <laughs> toilet, which is just, I know that's not the technical name for it. So, <laughs> and tapestry, a tapestry in the toilet room. Oh, again, I think Liz would like it here. Wow, look at the floor. Whirly gigs. Of course I, uh, We're going to touch the linens. We're going to touch the linens nice. that are embossed with a sea, a crest for Cinderella. And you know, Cinderella has to have a place to put her makeup on, so they have a beautiful little makeup table. Rose petals, beautiful. Oh, oh there's this, there's the television set. Oh my God. Yeah, the elevator's actually coming back up for you guys. But thank you so much for coming to join us today. So if you're a single woman, does the room come with her Prince Charming? No. no. Sadly. Okay. Well, you might want to think about that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I would come and leave the kids at home. <laughs> come alone.